Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us tonight on episode 30, season four of the standoff of Brad and Richie here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We're here live every Wednesday on Facebook throughout the season. Even Richie, uh, while we're here, it's finals time. Um, but before that, we have to discuss the final round of the regular season. First of all, how have you been and what do you think of that last round? Yeah, evening, Brad. I've been well, thanks, mate. I uh, hope you've been uh, doing well as well. Um, yeah, the, the round was good. Um, obviously, a couple of pretty big matches with with big ramifications, and the the Roosters Roosters Rabbitohs rivalry game, for instance, was it was a cracker. And unfortunately, you see the Rabbitohs fall out of contention, uh, as well as the Cowboys um, were still in with a hunt, but they they've dropped out as well. So. Yeah, it was it was fun watching it all, watching it all unfold. Did did you uh, you enjoy it? Yeah, I did I? Um, as you know, I, I headed down to New Plymouth um, or Palmerston North. Sorry, I always get them mixed up um, to go visit my dad for Father's Day. So I managed to get him to watch the first ten minutes of the Warriors game um, before he walked out. So, <laughs> um, it was just Murphy's Law. The one time I, I go down is the one week they decide to rest all the players. So yeah, yeah. Um, it was sitting there defending them, going, I, I, "Honestly, Dad, they're they're actually good this year." <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you didn't believe me, but yeah, um, it was a good round. Um, as said, a lot of key matches that played a part in the the positions on the ladder, but there was also quite a few games that had nothing. Um, yeah, nothing really on. So um, I'm sure Phil, Paul's going to love it. We'll probably blitz through a couple of those reviews that had no no bearing on anything. But um, that's always famous last words. But while we're here on Wednesday evenings at 8pm, we'll also catch our show at your convenience on iHeartRadio or Spotify. Uh, just remember, search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As always, we're going to cover everything you need to know in the week that was Rugby League, including our top stories of the week. Uh, review of the final round of the NRL and round seven of the NRLW, and then an update on our tips, the the finals. We've got a winner, um, second place, and then Richard. Um, well, then stop and answer the questions. We've got some questions from you guys as well as questions we'll prepare for each other. We'll then preview finals week one and make our, our picks. 
for ending the night with a quick recap of Super League. So just remember to send us comments and questions throughout the show and we'll do our best to answer them. Um, I see Simon, Jacko and Mikey are all here. Um, we may as well jump straight into it, Richie. Sounds good to me. Um, so first things first, um, Panthers secured the minor premiership and um, in the process won that 200k bonus. Um, well done. Um, yeah. They, we I know we talked about it last week that we we weren't sure how interested people were to um, win the minor premiership, but when everyone else in the top four rested players, um, they will be um, they had most of their players out there and um, made a bit of a statement in that final round. But um, what's your take on that? I, I don't know if I put it in later, but do you think it was uh, an error on Walters' um, part to rest everyone, lose the minor premiership, and then get matched up against the Storm in the first week? It won't be a mistake if they beat the Storm and go on to win the comp. Um, True. They have to beat the Storm first. We know they have trouble doing that. But, um, yeah, I, I I guess if you're the Broncos, um, you want the you want the big prize, and yeah. they're not going to risk uh, a Reese Walsh or Adam Reynolds, someone like that, um, one of their big players getting an 11-day concussion stand on, or, or worse, you know, something that, wipes them out of the whole final series for a meaningless game. Uh, uh, f- good for the Panthers with their 200k, though. They can spend some of that and drown their sorrows after we beat them this weekend. Exactly. Um, and we did talk about it last week, but the um, the Bulldogs dramas, um, it kind of blew up a bit more after our show. Um, so rather than spending all night talking about it, I kind of just condensed it down. So um, former player Andrew Davey, came out about the club and said he didn't like the way um, the Bulldogs went about things, didn't fit the culture or their coaching style and um, wasn't something he really resonated with. Um, a lot of players have come out um, against him, basically saying like he went there expecting to be a starter and a young guy, Jacob Preston, took over. Um, James Graham was yeah. kind of hitting all of that. And um, I kind of see that point of view as well. It, it, it felt like... There's obviously issues there, um, but it felt more like um, a player that, you know, wasn't succeeding there and is lashing out. Um, I could be completely wrong. I'm not saying there's no problems because clearly there's a lot there, but, um, you know, it it does sound a little bit like sour grapes on his behalf, but what do you think? Yeah, it it sounds like something somebody would say that wasn't getting selected. (laughs) yeah, I, I can see James Graham's point. It was quite entertaining listening to him and Buzz Rothfield um, going toe-to-toe on NRL 360 over it. But, um, yeah, yeah. It doesn't – it's not the greatest look, eh? Um, walking out after not getting selected and, and getting pretty much getting um, you know, outworked by a rookie, as James Graham put it. So who knows, though, you know? We're just speculating. Yeah, and um, Jacko's made a comment as well saying, Serato publicly bagging players big time really astonished him. Dogs have serious internal problems. Yeah, um, I I don't – it didn't sit right with me. Um, it sounds like – and there's already been some news. I, I haven't got the whole list, but it sounds like there's going to be a big clean-out of players. Um, I think players that they've deemed don't fit with the culture and what they want. So cutting – cutting them off 
much like the Warriors did at the end of last season. Um, basically, they came out and said anyone that was basically there for a paycheck um, and wasn't there for the right reasons was gone. Um, and you've seen how that's helped turn the club around. So I guess there, um, Seraldo, you know, he's meant to be the next big thing in coaching, but it looks like he's a year behind Webster in terms of the, the coaching smarts right now. Mm. Um, not doing that first, but um, yeah, you gotta you gotta back your boys. You know, I know Jacko makes fun of Ricky Stewart a lot, but you know he kind of he goes all in for his players first, and that's oh yeah, you want those you want those guys to throw their bodies on the line for you. Um, they gotta feel like you have their back. It doesn't mean you you know just keep you know glossing over any like poor things they're doing, but you do that behind the scenes not in front of the media yeah um but yeah it's it's interesting but on that um gus gould's confirmed he's going to do a comprehensive review of the bulldogs to find out what went wrong um not breaking news by any means is basically every club that fails to make finals does that um because finals is the goal um and um yeah the last year and paul said didn't win <laughs> enough games i think that was a vital part um, and then the last Bulldogs thing, um, they decided not to celebrate Mad Monday um, and instead help feed the homeless. Um, so credit to them for um, doing that instead of going out and creating more news stories for us instead with Mad Monday. Um, so, yeah, any more take you want to say on the Bulldogs before we, we let that sleeping dog lie for a bit? Yeah, nice play on words there, Brad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought I think it's cool what what they did instead of Mad Monday helping out helping out in the community. That's that's good and yeah, it'll be a, like you say not um, not breaking news or anything. But the findings of the findings of their uh, review should be interesting because um, they've certainly underachieved for, for, for where I had them pegged. Yeah, well, I had them in the eight in my predictions, so um, yeah, I was well off. But, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah blinded so by the signings blinding by the signings exactly and yeah. i'll probably be blinded by the signings they've got for next year as well yeah <laughs> um so next bit of news ben hunt um probably the last time we're going to talk about this um but um he's confirmed he is going to be a dragon in 2024 um advising they're going to get into preseason training or work things out so he still doesn't sound happy about it but he will be there in a dragon's jersey next year what's your take on that um as the the dragon advocate on this show um yeah good good that he's confirmed he'll be there in 2024 hopefully we don't hear truckloads of rumors and and of him wanting out you know hopefully they just leave that be and him put in a big shift next year with with a new incoming coach um and the dragons can give a better account of themselves brad brad will be thrilled if they do that um but don't think this is the last we hear of the Dragons, Brad. I'm going to try and throw something in every week just to keep you interested. Yeah, um, I'm sure a regular occurrence in Season 5 of the standoff is going to be a Ben Hunt update. I just feel like this will come back. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, we'll leave that. And, yeah, you say there's going to be more Dragons talk. I'm hoping this is the last time we talk about them this year. I see Rue's here. Um, and Mark Roberts is here too. And he said there's only one room. There's room for one Hunt at the Dragons as they're moving Jaden Hunt on. Yeah, yep. Jaden Hunt apparently is off to the Broncos. Um, 
so yeah only only room for one hunt um we'll go to tigers now so after kicking the dragons let's get the tigers um the tigers and tim sheens have signed an nda um around the terms of how we exited the club which is um interesting so we're going to get no dirt on what went on yeah um, and there was also a little bit of noise that higher-ups at the Tigers want Pasco gone. Um, so the, the once-thought invincible CEO could be on the way out, um, potentially. Um, we've heard these rumors before, and he's still there, so time will tell. But what's your take on on that and the whole NDA deal? Yeah, that's interesting, because I, maybe I just wasn't digging deep, deep enough, but I actually hadn't heard any any noise around why Tim, how Tim Sheen's exit came about so um the fact that uh nda has been signed suggests you know um something juicy's gone on there but yeah guess we'll never yeah, know because they signed an nda yeah um and like um jacko said um tigers bought sheen silence and then mark roberts said no dirt from the club but it will leak somehow yeah we'll get we'll get something it may not be the the truth but we'll, it'll we'll be a, something out of it it'll be a buzz rough field exclusive or something yeah. like that yeah depends on what he feels like writing in the morning he'll make it up yeah um, but yeah um we'll go on to warriors for a little bit um they're going all out for their preparation this week for finals um flying to sydney on a private jet um i think private jets more the buzzword i think it's a, a like a private charter um which doesn't sound as flash so private jet sounds better, but um, they kind of explained um, traveling to Brisbane for the Dolphins game. Um, their flight got delayed and they didn't get there till like midnight. And it kind of throws things away. And um, when you got uh, old Rooster um, signing the the money and the checks, um, he wants a premiership, right? So if that's what it's going to take um, to make sure the boys are ready, um, full credit to him. I think it's a great idea. Um yeah, it's obviously not something they're going to be able to do all the time, um, but it sounds like they're doing it for the whole final series at least um, for as long as they go. So um, what's your take on on that? On, How good, um, eh? Why, why airlines? We, fin- we finished one top four and and all of a sudden we're on, on private jets. How good? Rolling out the red carpet for us. Pretty much bigger than the All Blacks now. Uh, we don't have um, Warriors painted on the side of a plane yet. The day's coming and up, up the was uh 747 yeah yeah um but yeah it's good that they're they're thinking about things like that so that additional travel and everything that happens that's just kind of a stress taken away from the players trying to you know hope the flights don't get cancelled and rather so um yeah fingers crossed it does the trick um before we we've got a whole lot of awards to announce um or that were announced um, but before that, um, NRLW Titans prop, Shannon Mado, um, he, uh, he, apologies, she ran for 286 metres, becoming the first NRLW player to run for more than 250 metres. She also made 128 post-contact metres. So I just wanted to bring it up as a lover of all things prop. Um, <laughs> thought that was a, a massive effort. So I'm surprised um, that didn't lead off the news. It was close. And uh, Mark Roberts said, um, will that up the wires plane have Webster's face on the tail? Yeah, why not? Um, he's most he, he's he's getting close to overtaking Steve Price's most popular Australian in New Zealand, I reckon. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, what's your take on um, Mado doing uh, some big yardage? Oh, that's outstanding. Uh, obviously, it's more your domain, the old, the running meters and, and post-contact meters of props, but can't argue with those stats. It's pretty big stats. Yeah. They are. So um, we'll go to awards. Um, we're, we've obviously the Warriors awards night was on Monday. Um, we'll go through that. But um, a few other clubs have had their awards. Um, so I'll rattle off the teams that have and then just get your thoughts on the picks. So um, first up, we've got the Raiders. Um, Joe Tuppany got player of the year. Sebastian Chris got um, coach's award. Um, Ata Mariota uh, got rookie of the year. Jamal Fogarty got club person of the year. And then Hohepapu got Welfare and Education Award. Um, any surprises there for you? Not really. Pretty, no. you know, um, pretty on the money. Yeah. Yeah, I think Tappany's been one of the better ones. Um, thought Corey Horsburgh might get a look in somewhere. Yeah, but, yeah, um, big, big, big red. He, he, he might have been, he would have been up there. Yeah. Um, next one's the Bulldogs. Kind of very easy here. Um, one guy won basically everything. Um, Player of the Year went to Jacob Preston. Community Service Award, which is a weird way to name an award. It sounds like he's doing community service, but I get what they mean. Um, well, it went to Kakao. Um, and then Coaches Award, Rookie, and Members Player all went to Preston as well. Um, yeah. Um, hell of an effort for a rookie, isn't it? pick yeah. up all those awards, but I mean, he has been top-notch all year, and um, nice to see Kikau was able to get something, because he didn't get a lot of uh, game time this year, so well, It's good to see he, he did something while he was rehabbing. Yeah, yeah, he used his time, he used his time, so hopefully uh, bigger and better things for him next year Yeah, and then Manly, um, Player of the Year and Members Player of the Year, both went to DCE, Rising Star Award went to Dean Madison, and then the Wellbeing and Education Award went to Lachlan Croker. Good. DC um, deserved it. Yeah. Um, then Knights, Caelan Plonger got Player of the Year. Um, Dylan Luxus got Rookie of the Year. Um, Community Player of the Year went to Jacob Saifiti. Knight and Shining Armour Award, which I don't understand what that is, but um, Leo Thompson got that. And then Gladiator of the Year, again, another award I'm not sure of, um, went to Phoenix Crossland. Yeah, uh, again, yeah. hard to argue. Ponga also cro crossland improved uh, leaps and bounds throughout the year. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we've got three more clubs before we get to the Warriors. Eels, a player of the year and players player both went to King Gutho. Yeah. Um, Coaches award went to Will Penasini. Um, rookie went to Wadamu Greg. And then community award went to Junior Bottle. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Good, Dragons. Good. Dragons. Um, <laughs> player of the year went to Blake Lowry. Um, emerging talent went to Toby Couchman. Immortals trophy went to Jack DeBellin. Members player and community award also both went to Blake Lowry. Um, so you'll be happy. Say a prop. You'll be happy. A prop. A prop. Pick that up. A prop. Yeah. yeah. You'll be happy. Cleaning up, cleaning up all the awards. Um, and then last one before we get to the Warriors um, Tigers. So player of the year, players player, and rookie. Or went to Jareen Buller, hmm. and then Community Ward went to Brent Naden. So, um, 
yeah, I, I'm not really sure what you do for the community ward. I guess it's just what you do in the community to help. So yeah. I'm good to see Naden was using his um, his time there since he wasn't playing. Um, but yeah, Buller's been head and shoulders above the rest of that team all year. So oh, no yeah, he's been awesome. He's been awesome. Um, Uppy's been good too when he's when he's been on the field. He's done some really good things. But yeah, no, good for Buller. Yeah, and then um, Warriors awards night. So um, another common theme with one player kind of dominating, but um, Sean Johnson, he ended the night with the Simon Mannering medal, which is player of the year, the NRL players player. And then he also got the One New Zealand People's Choice Award, which is one where One New Zealand asked fans to vote on their favourite player, essentially. Um, Clubman of the year went to Chance. Rookie of the year went to Team Torpiki. Um, and then we had some New South Wales Cup awards as well um new south wales cup player of the year went to kalani going um new south wales cup team man of the year went to ali leotawa and uh dimitrik sifakula and then the new south wales cup players player went to ronald volkman um and then also at the awards night they officially confirmed that um bailey surinan and lingi kipu um would leave at the end of the season along with the players that were meant to be this year that had already been released, the the other Kipu, BMM, um, and the likes. So um, what's your take on on all that, the the awards and those exits? Well-deserved uh, for Sean, uh, right off the bat. Um, very hard to argue with Chance, Clubman of the Year. He's just a, a titan for us all, all season. Um, agree with Tane, Tane Tuapiki being rookie. I mean, he, he got a few chances here and did... He did well each time he got his opportunity. Um, Kalani going, awesome for him to get New South Wales Cup Player of the Year and, and got rewarded with a debut on the weekend, uh, a yeah. first-grade debut, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, um, and Ali Leotawa, Dimitri Sifakula, Ronald Volkman, um, they all featured heavily in New South Wales Cup Team of the Year too, uh, and yeah. team, team as well. So, um, yeah, all, all very good. I mean... I can't push back on any of that. Yeah, and um, Rue mentioned that he always knew SJ had it in him. Um, when I don't know when the date will be, um, but I assume we're going to be back on with Rue and Hammer to talk about our predictions we did before the year, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of time making fun of Rue for his um, prediction that SJ was going to be uh, a reserve grader by this time of year. So um, I'm sure we'll have some fun talking about that. And um, Jacko said, bit surprised Ciro's leaving. He seemed, uh, seemed a favourite for Webster, but I guess GHT takes his place. Yeah, I think Ciro's really done well in the role he's been given this year, but I do think Chanel will take over that kind of more flexible forward slash hookerish replacement. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. We won't know till next year, but it just seems the closest like-for-like like for the players coming in and the players going. Um potentially but yeah yeah um i'm sure he'll get picked up from someone I, I think he's he's still got a lot of juice in the tank for an nrl club so i expect to see him get picked up the kipu boys i'm not really sure what's going to happen with them um they haven't had a chance to play yet so we haven't really seen what they could do at that level um but i'm sure someone will will look at them um but yeah We'll move on to signings, Richie. I've only got two that I, I found of note. Um, so 
<clears throat> Dylan Dylan Edwards has extended his time with the Panthers until the end of 2028. Um, <clears throat> on top of that, I forgot to put it in the no, news, but we'll put it here. Um, Jerome Luai apparently has been told by the Panthers that they can basically pay him seven eight hundred grand a year. Mm. Yeah. if he wants to stay. So there might be a big chance that he does actually leave, um, which we kind of thought was the case. We kind of said it. we didn't see how Edwards and Luai would both be able mm. to stay unless one you, took serious unders. Do you think he stays for that? What do, you, what do you think? I mean, it's you take – that's still a decent contract. Take that and pretty much be guaranteed to play on a very successful team. It all depends what he's after. Um, if he wants to keep potentially winning premierships every year, which is a big likelihood with the likes of the Panthers, then you would take that and stay um, if you want the money. And maybe someone comes to him um, and like propositions him and says, we can give you more money and we can give you a team to lead to be a premiership contender as opposed to being um, you know, the assistant to Cleary at the Panthers. If they play that card, that could sway him. I'm not sure. It'll, we talk a lot about his attitude and how he comes off, but we don't know him as a person, so we don't know what's driving him. Um, so, and like Jayako said, Luai to the dogs, that seems to be, if you're a Panther on the outer, that's kind of where you end up. So, um, you know, they could talk to him and go, you and, yeah, I don't. I really don't know. I mean, it also depends on how long they give him. If um, I don't know how old he is, but um, if uh, he's still if a baby, they... sorry, he's still a baby. Because uh, yeah, obviously your your your, um, your career length can be lengthened by not having to play every week. And if you say look, you only have to play every other week, that might also be something that he's uh, he likes the sound of. Yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll have an answer. I'd say before November, I, I would assume. But, um, yeah, well, we'll let you know as soon as we know. And then the last one, Raider Matt Foley is leaving the Raiders um, to join Leeds on a two-year deal. Um, so it's a bit interesting. There's a lot of halves exiting the Raiders, um, especially yeah. with the news of Fogarty wanting to go to market. You know, there's a chance they could lose him as well. Um, the Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> Maybe I don't know if him and Sticky would get on. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see. So we'll move to injuries. Um, we had a few. Um, so Connor Tracy from the Sharks injured his knee. It wasn't an ACL, and there was no word yet on how long he'd be out for. Um, I was meant to check before we went on because I'm a professional um, to see if he was named this week. I'm just going to check. Um, I know he is. Kennedy. He's been named. Yeah, he's been named at fullback, so his knee seems to be fine. Will Kennedy's been named to return via bench as well, isn't he? So who knows if that yeah. changes late? Yeah, we won't know until um, like twenty four hours before, maybe even an hour before, on if they actually play. Um, yeah. Daniel Tupo from the Roosters had a knee injury; he got it training. Um, he's going to miss this week, um, they've said. And then um, Jerome Luai, who we were just talking about, he's recovering well from his dislocated shoulder. But before team name Tuesday, Cleary came out and said he would not be playing against the Warriors this week. Um, they'll give him a week. And that he has stayed true to his word. Um, Luai has not been named. Um, so thanks, thanks, Ive. Um, 
And then, but the the Panthers are also going to be out without Luke Summerton, who it's not no disrespect to my big loss. It's not one of their yeah. key hookers. Um, no, he's so um, it shouldn't affect them too much there. And then in the NRLW, um, Jessica Sergis from the Roosters um, is having surgery after fracturing her finger, and they've said she might be a chance of missing the rest of the season, which is a bit of a blow for the Roosters. Um, mm. Big blow. And then. From the Dragons, um, Andy Robinson is going to be out for four months after requiring surgery on her knee after getting a hip drop tackle um, done on her. So um, two big losses there for the NRLW. Um, any more thoughts on those injuries? No, no, all good. Move on to Naughty Boy Corner. Naughty Boy and Girl Corner. There's only two of them in there this this week. Um, so Sebastian Chris from the Raiders. Oh, he so got a great a good one. <laughs> he got a grade three um, dangerous throw um, and has got a five-match ban. And then from um, the NRLW Cowboys, McKenzie Wheel got three matches for that hip drop tackle that injured um, – mm. um, what's, what's her name again? Andy. I was going to say Abby. Andy. Um, so, yeah, I didn't see the hip drop tackle, but they're taking that seriously. Um, but, yeah, Sebastian Chris's tackle. Oh, was- wasn't the greatest. No, it's been, um, a, it's been a while since seeing a spear tackle like that, like full on top of the head. He, he really tried to plant him into the ground. Um, obviously, it's um, I think it was the right five matches, maybe a bit longer than I thought. I thought it might have been three. Um, like rule him out of the any chance of making finals, basically. Um, but yeah, it was an accident. Um, to a, on it to his credit um mm. but yeah hell of a way to do it um oh yeah uh, so um yeah that is it for the news we that might be the quickest we've done in a while we, yeah, might, get paid, we might get paid this week um if paul is happy so um we'll move into the final round richie um yeah. starting with one of the the big matches um storm defeating the broncos 32 22 Yep, one of the big matches, albeit watered down through restings. Um, Storm, it was six tries to three in the Storm's favour. Grant Anderson with two. Uh, Sua Falongo on debut, grabbed two. Uh, Ryan Pippenhausen, Remus Smith. Three tries for the Baby Broncos, Tommy Tommy Fleckler and Jordan Pereira. Yeah, so... As you already said, um, both play sides rested players. Um, but as I said when we were making our picks last week, with guys like Pappenhausen and Olam, who was looking at trying to get back into the, the regular side, I thought they had the edge over the um, the Bronx, and they did. I thought they were relentless on attack. Still clunky on both sides with some lack of cohesion, but um, they, they just looked unstoppable at times. And their second-half defense... Um, sealed the deal for me. They really made sure the Broncos had no chances. Um, a big confidence booster ahead of their rematch this week, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, for me, uh, it's hard to know what either team will take from this, having having rested players, but... Um... Well, the Panthers took the minor... Uh, Panthers took the minor premiership just because the Broncos, you know, fell apart here. Yeah, so. yeah, indeed, but... Um... Yeah, this one sees the Storm leapfrog the Warriors and book a rematch with the Broncos, as you said. You'd think they'd fancy their chances given their strong record against the Broncos. So um, definitely excited to see that one. But 
also we got to see some exciting young talent um on on display and i'll probably talk about one of them and my players that stood out yeah and your thoughts on the bronx um they, they i think they they were narrowing their focus solely onto the the premiership uh, yep. willing to rest players instead of going all in on the minor premiership um I'm sure with their full strength team that they'll be ready to give give the final series a good shake. Yeah, so um, I'm looked at it a bit more negatively because that's who I am. But um, Broncos they lack the firepower of their stars and they suffered because of it. Um, I think Walter's decision, as I asked you earlier, to rest his players here may have been a mistake as it did cost them the premiership or minor premiership, and potentially uh, don't hate me in the in the crowd. Um, potentially an easier first week finals against the Warriors. Um, Wash your mouth out. But um, time will tell if that was the right call. Um, but yeah, your your player to stand out. I went Suafalungo from the Storm. Um, the young fella with a couple of tries, uh, some real really electric runs and, and footwork. Um, definitely looks a star for the future. Jeez, he plays one game and you're already a fanboy. Mate, it doesn't it doesn't take much to get me excited. Um, I cheated. I just went with um, my Nico Hines slash approach. I went for the biggest name in the team. I went with Pat. Um, it was. I thought he had a good game. Um, kind of yeah. showed glimpses of what he was before he got injured. So um, seems to have lost no steps. So I'm expecting a big game out of him this week um, when they decide to beat the Broncos again. Um, next game on Friday um, was Friday night. Seagulls beating the Tigers 54-12. This might take a while. Ten tries to two. <laughs> uh, here we go. Manly. Uh, Tolu Kola with two. Jason Saab with two. Ethan Bullimore. Hamole Olukowatu. Jake Trevojevic. Uh, Raymond Tuimualo Vainga. Gordon Chankam Tong. And Daly Cherry Evans. Nearly take a whole whole evening just to read that out two tries for the tigers epicorosel asu kapoor yeah um seagulls had a disappointing season but what a way to end it um they put a hell of a show on for the fans scoring essentially at will um you know it was jack travoyevich's big game and um dce made sure he got a try um giving him an easy try giving me flashbacks of me screaming for a try that um i could potentially score when someone else did all the work <laughs> Um, then they also did that with um, Gordon um, Chan Kam Tong as well, where yeah. um, they had a set try and they threw it to him. Um, but it was good to see them having fun. Um, this type of um, attacking flair and intensity, I think, needs to stay. So they have to bottle it, have it ready for, for round one of next year. Um, they were the strong team in preseason. Remember, they won that whole stupid yep. preseason cup thing. So, um, yeah, yeah they, they need to hit the ground running next year. But... Um, your take a very strong last game for for the year for manly um i feel like they may have unlocked an exciting option going forward if tommy turbo was injured um which he quite often is cola uh cola looks a devastating option at fullback um the last couple games where he's moved there he's he's carving up uh, making breaks the way he ran around buller for the first try uh, buller's Mm. no slouch but he yeah. just put that outside swerve on and, and made him look like he was running on a treadmill. Um, 
yeah, re- really exciting. And your take on the Tigers? Um, <laughs> what do you say? Not the way they would have wanted to finish, but uh, I'll bet they're happy 2023 has come to a close and, and they can start building for next year um, under Benji. Yeah, basically the same for me. Um, they were never in this fight and um, a very tough year for them, to say the least, and hopefully they have a better season next year. Um, not really mm. much more you can say. I think we did pick the same guy, but uh, your player to stand out? Yeah, I already, already was going off about him. Kohler. Cole, uh, he, yeah. he looks so good at fullback, so fast. Um, yeah, just like he's got a bit more room to run from there. Um, I'd be... Uh, I'd be pretty keen to persist with that whenever whenever Tommy Turbo's not available. Would you make him permanent fullback and move Tommy Turbo to centre? You know what? <sighs> I know that well, sounds you... ludicrous, but it could potentially help him not be as injured, it... maybe? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't sound so ludicrous. Um, the way he's been going, obviously... You'd probably give Tommy the first crack there because when he's on, he's so good there. But we've seen in the past few seasons, Tommy just can't seem to hold it together for a full season. So I think we've found his backup there. And Paul looked at me funny, so I'm sure. Let, let, let's let's avoid uh, let's avoid a guy from injuries by moving him from fullback where he can avoid making tackles to the centres. Where he has to make tackles all the time. I mean, I, I love your logic there, Brad. Um, love it. Love he it. doesn't. He doesn't get hurt in tackles. He doesn't get hurt in tackles. He gets hurt when he's running the ball from the back. So you take he's that hurt rolling out of bed. Well, that too. He gets hurt in the shower. He gets hurt everywhere. <laughs> but um, until they get him in bubble wrap, I don't know. But and it's ideas. It's a prop trying to tell backs what to do. All right. What, what are you asking from me here? Uh, <laughs> Um, so we'll move on to the last game on Friday night, probably the, the game everyone was um, waiting for. Um, Roosters defeating the Rabbits 26-12. And it was five tries to two uh, in the Roosters' favour. For the Roosters, Corey Allen, uh, uh, Fitilanga Paunga, uh, Jade Tedesco, Billy Smith, Sam Walker with the five tries. Uh, for the Rabbitohs, Cam Murray, Michael Cheekam, season done and dusted. For the for the Rapidos. yeah. So this was the game of the round for me. I don't think it was the the prettiest game of the round to watch, but it had everything on the line. Um, one team didn't uh, obviously get that memo though with how they performed. But for the Roosters, I thought this was um, a big battle, finals on the line, and they fronted up and got the job done. Um, they never looked in doubt for me um, in this match. They were up in the Rabbit's face all night. And this opened up chances for them to win. Um, a poor season compared to what we expected, um, but they've been building momentum at the right time of year. You think like the last two months, they've kind of really started being the team we kind of were worried about. Um, yeah. But your take on the Roosters? That was a massive result for them, and see them sneak into the eight and and save face somewhat, despite a. A very disappointing year by their standards. It's a pretty good disappointing year for them, isn't it? When you can go that poorly and still still sneak into the eight. Uh, the yeah. Warriors would have taken that if they could and, and, and years gone by. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they seem to have found some form. And now they've at least given themselves a shot at another final series. Yeah. It's all uh, it's a whole new ball game again once you hit the final series, as you know. 
Yeah, and your take on the rabbits? Uh, one of the great capitulations of recent memory. Um, right up there with the Broncos last year. Uh, they were running first after the Magic Round, and it's hard to believe this team with that squad uh, somehow managed to miss the finals from where they were. It's just, I don't know how you yeah. do that, but, but they managed it. Yeah, I forgot to write the date down, but I think they said it's the first... If it's, I don't think it's the first time ever, but it's the first time in a long time a team leading the competition at like almost the middleway point doesn't make finals, um, mm. which was what the Rabbits were. But they were just off pace all night. They were frustrated and niggly. And Cody Walker, you know, we talked about it before, he saw that red mist. And when he sees that, the Rabbits capitulate, which is exactly yeah. what happened. Um, once he loses his call, cool, the whole team just can't sync together. Um I think a big honesty sessions to come for them after Mad Monday. Um, mm. We've had no news on dramas from Mad Monday for them, but um, yeah, Paul said rabbits were four and seven in the second half of the season. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I I know there were there was noise that they they were going to try to get rid of the coach, but the clubs come out and said no. But a season like this is a coach coach killer. Um, there would be many coaches that got sacked after this type of performance. Especially as at home, the Rabbits were four and eight, away eight and four. They couldn't win in front of their own fans. I mean, their own fans must be, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, you say, that's coach killer kind of uh, performance. Yeah. And yeah, this game, you know, you win this game, you stay in the finals. So they had everything to play for and, it just did not look like it. Um, it yeah. looked like they were over it already. So, yeah. Happy that that team, it's the Rabbits that were like that and not the Warriors. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, speaking of that, we'll go into the Warriors game. Uh, Dolphins defeating the Warriors 34-10, handing them their biggest loss of the year. Yeah, my my um, player to watch from that previous game was Sam Wilkins, oh, yeah, by sorry. the way. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Brad, Brad's keen to talk about the Warriors' loss. Yeah, no, I picked I picked Teddy. Um, I, I yeah. just thought Teddy Teddy looked like Teddy. Sorry, he was, he was very good. Now let's go into yeah. our loss. <laughs> uh, Dolphins thirty four, Warriors ten, six tries to two. Uh, Jack Bostock, Sean O'Sullivan, Isaiah Katoa, Jermaine Sarko, Max Plath, Kenny Bromwich, two tries for the Warriors. Freddie Lussick, Marcelo Montoya. Yeah, um, Dolphins obviously didn't want to end their season on a sour note, and um, they turned up to play. Thought they were very dominant in the first half, um, sealed the deal um, with that first half effort. I thought, but they did kind of lose their way a little bit for a period in the second half, where I thought the Warriors might try to come back into the game. Um, plenty of lessons learned um, this year for the Dolphins, and I think they may not be far away from finals um, in twenty twenty four. But your take on the Dolphins? It's a great way to finish 2023 for the Dolphins, finishing the way they started on a winning note. It did well to take advantage of a weekend Warriors lineup, and I just don't feel like they ever look like losing this one. Um, yeah, they, they're in control for the whole match. Didn't didn't enjoy Max Plath's try. Um, thought that was off a massive forward pass, but that's just being a whinger and not used to losing anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't have made a difference, but... no. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it wouldn't have changed the the tide by any means. Um, but your take on the Warriors? Uh, not not great to lose the game, but kind of like the kind of like the Broncos. Um, our focus 
seem to already squarely be on the finals. And um, if we're to go deep into the finals, the last thing we need would be injuries to key players in, in the last regular game of the season. So um, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Kalani going and, um, and Roach for making their debuts. And yeah, I feel like we did what we could, but it was a thrown together team without many um, built up combinations. So uh wasn't overly surprised with the loss, even though I, I tipped the Warriors to win, like like you did. Um, and we were kind of talking about that before we came on. Um, yeah. Uh, we're far too cocky. We're far too cocky. The winnings, um, the winnings made us cocky. Yeah, and um, before I talk about the, the Warriors, yeah, Paul Mitchell, Dolphins were 2-10 in the second half of the season. One of those was via Golden Point. But yeah, the, the worry, it was hard to judge this one with all those key players out. I think Jacko mentioned earlier, it showed how much we need guys like Tohu and AFB, um, which yeah, is, yeah, is true. Um, I think it had a flow-on effect. I felt Volkman didn't really put his best foot forward. Mm. But with the forward pack not being the forward pack you usually would, it's hard to judge him. Like If, if Adam and Tohu and all that were there, would Volkman have had a better game? Um, I'm not sure. Potentially. Um, but yeah, not a great way to end the season for the Warriors. Um, but finals was always the main focus. Out of this. What, what did you think of Tamari Martin on return? Uh, I thought he started off rusty, um, but I I like some of the the plays we saw go out to the left. You know, yeah. um, that try for Toya. Definitely um, a bit better on that side. Yeah, and um, I know he did play um, half a game essentially for New South Wales Cup, but this was his first first grade game since April. So mm. I'd rather it have been like I wanted him a week earlier, so he had two games under his belt before finals. But at least he had this one, you know, not a great result, but he got to run around, and make make some contact. Yeah. Um. And yeah, hopefully that's the masterstroke for the Warriors. Um. Come this week, but your player to stand out. Ready to pop the question. The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I had to go with the former warrior, Sean O'Sullivan. Back to try. Looked a, looked like a pain in our ass the whole night, so, yeah. Yeah, um, Jacko mentioned Tamari's lack of game time's a worry but, um, for him, but most disagree. At the moment, though, they're at a situation, they have no other option. Um, yeah, I think he'll be fine. I, I think he, he'll be fine, hopefully. Um, I, like I, I would have liked more game time, but um for him before this but you can't help it my player was osako um you know um didn't season, score eh? as many tries um in this game but he looked dangerous 
So he got to end the regular season as the leading try scorer and leading point scorer, a guy neither of us predicted. Um, mm. So, yeah, th- thought it's it's not been a great year for the Dolphins, but it's been a very good year for him. He's the uh, first person to do that since Mel Meninga, leading try scorer, leading point scorer in a season. Oh, nice. Look at you with the stats. Um, oh, yeah. I heard it earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, so next game on Saturday was the Panthers defeating the Cowboys 44-12. And it was eight tries to two for the Panthers. Stephen Crichton, uh, Sunia Taruva with two, Liam Martin, Brian Tor, Luke Summerton, Nathan Cleary, Brian Tor got another one. Um, two tries to the Cowboys, Griffin Neem, Zach Labor. Yeah, um, and as see, Paul brought up the stats. Um, so Isako got 24 tries and 73 goals. My money was on DWZ. Um, oh, so I lost. And two field goals I missed. And two field goals. Um, my money was on DWZ, and he would have got that leading try scorer if he got to play in the weekend. He would have scored me a, a three or four and um, got me that. But <laughs> it is what it is. So, yeah, um, Panthers, though. Um, yeah, after the loss last week, I, I kind of had a feeling the Panthers would bounce back. Um, and that's exactly what happened here. Um, their attack tore the Cowboys to shreds. Their defense was back to its usual best, um, you know, letting one try and a half. Um, that's not a bad way if you want to win games. Um, going to be a tough team for the Warriors to face this week. Um, but your take on the, on the Panthers? A very dominant win for the back-to-back champions. You could say they were superior superior in every aspect of the game. Even without Luai, uh, they look a very daunting task for any opposition during finals. Uh, unfortunately, this week, that's us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And your, your Cowboys thoughts? A very funny old year for the Cowboys, and <laughs> they've finally been put out of their misery in this game. I feel like uh, we changed our th- thoughts on the Cowboys two or three times during this year. <laughs> They're... They're going to finish bottom four. Oh, they're going to make the eight. They could possibly win the comp. And yeah, no, they've they've been put out of their misery. Um, yeah. So they have a great lineup, as we know, but they'll have to do some soul searching this coming off season to get them back to where they should be. Yeah. And uh, Jacko made a comment as well. Um, he said, cows are his biggest disappointment of the season. They looked a shell of their former, well, of their 2022 form. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Cowboys, they were just squeezed out of this match. They had no time to breathe, let alone think, and they played like it. Um, tough season for them, as we, you and Jacko both said. They were the fairy tales story last year. And um, I think I said it a few weeks ago. I think they're a great reminder for those fairy tale teams this year. So you, you like, Warriors. like us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the Warriors, you know, you made top four this year. Um, Great story. You know, we don't know how far the story is going to keep going this year, but look what happened to the Cowboys. Um, if you don't keep working, you're not guaranteed that spot. So, you know, you've got to keep working. I think that's what it was. I think the Cowboys came in maybe a bit too cocky. Then once they woke up, they had that stretch where they were like undefeated and they looked like no one could beat them. You know, they were beating mm. Panthers. They were beating everybody. Um, and then it fell off the cliff again. And, don't know the rhyme or reason. And yeah, Paul said, yeah, they went on a six game winning streak from 14 to 21. Yeah. But yeah, from rounds one to 13 and 22 to 27, they were abysmal. Um, yeah. Crazy. I don't know. I don't know what, what went wrong there, but they need to fix it. 
your player to stand out? Stephen Crichton, um, beast mode. Again, he's, yeah, one of the top centers in the game, if not the top center in the game, I reckon. Just, yeah, he's doing it in a, a stacked team, but he just comes up with so many big plays and his defense has come on crazy this year. He's just looks the, the, the real deal, the full package. Yeah. And uh, Jacko agreed with me and said, no expectations this year on the Warriors, but next year the pressure will be on for sustained success big time. Yeah, and I'm not saying that they can't. Um, by any means, I'm just, you know, that's something they've got to remember. They're going to be treated in our eyes and the media's eyes as a contender. Um, so you've got to live up to that pressure, and that's something the Cowboys didn't do. But my players stand out. I cheated again. I went with Nathan Cleary. Um you know, I thought he looked good out there. Um, he did, he did. He, he was controlling the game as he always does, but he had um, he didn't have Luai there to help. So you always have that doubt. Well, not doubt because he's such a good player, but like without someone there helping him like a Luai, is he going to manage it if there was pressure? Thankfully for him, there wasn't much pressure, but we might see this week if there's a bit more pressure pushed on him, can he keep? that line in check without Luai helping. Hopefully mm. not, but time will tell. Um, last game on sad day. Um, your game of the round, I'm sure. Knights defeating the Dragons, 32-12. Six tries to two here for the Knights. Jacob Saifidi, Inari Tuala, Greg Mazu, Fa'amanu Brown, Dom Young times two. Uh, two very, very good tries for Dom Young. Um for the Dragons, Ben Hunt and Ravalawa. Yeah, um, Knights just keep winning. Um, without Ponga, many expected them to fall apart a bit in this game, but um, they didn't. They just piled pressure, linked sets together, and made the most of their scoring opportunities. Um, momentum could be key in sending them deep in the finals. And um, yeah, like Paul said, they finished the regular season on a nine game winning streak. Um, very daunting prospect for the Raiders this week to face them potentially on their 10th. And then Warriors-Panthers, whoever loses that game this week, potentially may have to play a Knights team on a 10-game winning streak. Mm. Um, so, yeah, very good. And, yeah, Dom Young, oh, spoilers, I'll talk about him a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, your thoughts on the Knights? Yeah, no ponga, no worries. Um, this team is just doing the job. Um, they get some troops back for week one of finals and – they look a very likely opponent for the loser of the Panthers Warriors game. Um, Cause I don't see them losing to the Raiders. I mean, uh, there's a chance, but I, th I think that might be the most one-sided game of the, of round one of the finals. Um, so we'll likely see them face the loser of Panthers versus Warriors. Don't know how I feel about that. Kind of hoping it's the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, um... Jacko said Knights are his dark horse for finals and could make the prelim round. I, If the Warriors lose this week and have to face the Knights, even if it's in New Zealand, I am very worried. Um, we're undefeated against the Knights in New Zealand this year. Um, you know, 1-0. But 1-0, we'll take it. Um, but, yeah, they're very good-looking side. But uh, your thoughts on the Dragons? Uh, first of all, thoughts go out to you, Brad, who don't have any more Dragons games to watch this year. Um, but in all seriousness, disappointing year from the Dragons. Um, but expect 
uh, changes from them next year with Shane Flanagan coming on board. Whether or not that's enough to get them um, out of the bottom four, we'll see. If, if you're Brad, probably hoping no. Um, yeah, I, I can't get the smile off my face knowing that this is the last time I have to talk about the Dragons game this year. Um, but they showed fight once again. Um, I know the scoreline doesn't dictate that, but they were they were trying. Um, they just couldn't keep hold of the ball long enough to make any impact. Um, they've managed to keep Hunt on board for 2024, as we talked about in the news. So perhaps they may grow from this season's poor effort with uh, Flano and all that. And um, Paul's put in Knights are a home team, nine and three at home and five and six away. Yeah, it's it's very intimidating playing in Newcastle. I put that mm. same as coming Warriors to Mount games. Smart oh, yeah. or going to, going to Canberra. Um, they're not enjoyable road trips. Um, but, yeah, your player to stand out, I think we picked the same guy. Yeah, how could we not? Dom Young, some of the most athletic finishing you could wish to see. Um I'm biased. I'm a Dallin man, but uh, that 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 try where he's flipped over in the corner, geez, it's it's crazy what these wingers can do nowadays, eh? Yeah, I when I was watching that game and he got that second try, that second try he did, um, where it looked like I was trying to explain to my dad because my dad mentally switched off league after that first ten minutes of Warriors. I like grabbed him and dragged him in and said, "Look at this." Um, and yeah, that's as soon as I saw it, I went, I think that is my standoff try of the year for when we do our award show later on in the season. Um, I'm going to take a bit more thought into it, but I thought that one was fantastic. And what a year he's had. It was the perfect time for him to mentally switch off after signing with the Roosters and go, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I'm off to bigger and better things. I don't need to worry about this Knights team, but he's been putting in effort and yeah, if, you know, if you could have a team where you got Dallin on the one edge and him on the other, you've got two bona fide finishes there. Um, mm. But yeah, thought it was fantastic. Um, anything else you want to add about him before we move on? Yeah, it's just going to be painful to watch him in a Roosters jersey next year. Um, yeah, much rather watch him in a Knights jersey. But hey, it yeah. is what it is. That sombrero, eh? It's a beautiful thing. That big sombrero. Um, first game on Sunday. These ones we might. This one will probably go through really quick because it did not matter. Um, Titans yep. defeating the Bulldogs 34-30. Yeah, we'll probably use up more time reading the try scorers. Uh, Titans, try scorers, Kieran Fraun grabbing a hat-trick. Don't see that. Uh, was that his first hat-trick? It was his first It was his first, wasn't it? Um, yeah. AJ Brimson, Cruz Leeming, Cam Pereira. Five tries for the Bulldogs. Josh Adokar, he, he came up with hat-trick as well. Curtis Moran, Blake Wilson. Yeah, rinse and repeat almost every Titans performance. They look great on attack but can't defend. Um, they were just lucky that the Bulldogs can't defend either. Um, and, yeah, congrats to Foran for the hat trick. It was good to see Cruz Lemming um, get to actually play in first grade in his last game in the NRL and score a try. Um, so that's all I've got for them. Uh, you'll thought on the Titans. I'll go even quicker. Um because this game is pretty much meaning meaningless. Typical Titans performance. Um, if you looked up Titans performance in the dictionary, there it is. Um, yep. Like you said, good things with ball in hand. Not good without ball in hand. Yeah. And, but um, yeah, congrats to Foz. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Bulldogs? Uh, they got some nice tries as well. Um, 
but yeah, a very disappointing year for the doggies. They've fallen well short of my expectations of them for the year. Um, definitely an element of blinded by the signings and the new coach coming in. Um, yeah. Probably we're going to need more time than what I, I was going to give them. Uh, like you, I think I tipped them eighth. So um, yeah. well off the mark there. Yeah, another poor display from them. But at least they scored some nice tries to end their dreadful season. Um, mm. That's all I have to say about them. And I think we yet again picked the same guy for our player that stood out. Yeah, you had to give it to Foz for his hat trick. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's At least he's been good for the Titans this year. Yeah. 100%. Last game, Sharks defeating the Raiders 24-6. Five tries to one in this one. Uh, the, the Sharks try scorers were Jesse Ramian, Jack Williams, Braden Trendle, uh, Ronaldo Molotalo, Sione Katoa, one try scorer for the Raiders, Jordan Rapana. Uh, shout out to Braden Trendle for missing a conversion from dead in front. It was quite funny. Um, yeah, that was a shocking one. Um, <laughs> it was, um, yeah, Sharks made too many errors, um, but when their passes stuck, their attack looked dangerous, like we've come to expect. Um, they could be a tough side in finals. It just depends what Sharks team turns up. Um, you know, they could get into that second round or they could be one of the first teams gone. Um, it just really depends what time, uh, what side of the bed they wake up in the morning. Your thought on the Sharks? Much the same as you in different words. Uh, in my opinion, the Sharks look a tear below any of the teams that finished in the top four. But they have the ability in their team to worry most teams if they turn it on. Um, they did enough to get the job here, and, and you know that, that helps their placing in the top eight. But, yeah, uh, now that we're in finals, if they're on, they're going to be dangerous, but it's, it's a consistency. I don't see it in them to, to go all the way. Um, yeah, and um, what about the Raiders? Uh, they look to be limping their way into the finals, but they've hung on enough to stay in the eight. But if I'm being honest, I don't see a long final series on the cards for the Green Machine. I, I think they've got a real, um, they've got a problem on their hands this weekend against the Knights. Yeah, so Paul said, yeah, Sharks are four and one at the moment, and the Raiders were two and five in the last seven rounds. But yeah, not an ideal way for the Raiders to end this season. Um, a win here could have given them a vital home final. Um, they just made too many errors, and any chance of a comeback were gone once Chris was sent off. Um, a big game is needed this week, though, um, if they want to avoid getting eliminated in the first round. And um, against the Knights, it's going to be tough. Um mm. No disrespect to the the Raiders, but I feel like many of those teams in the eight, if they were playing the Knights this week, I'd be tipping my hat to the Knights and saying I think they got it. But yeah, it's an unlucky draw for them. Um, they may have had a better chance playing the Roosters at home if they had got this job done here and got the win. I'll be cheering on the Raiders. Don't worry about oh, that, yeah, Simon. Yeah, um, I, I, want, I, want, I want I want the Knights gone. I want that threat gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and your player to stand out. Uh, it was a hard one to pick. I, I went Ramian though. He I got got a try, and yeah, he's. I've always thought he's a he's a you know beast of an attacker when he's on. I just didn't want to go Hines. I knew you were going to go Hines like you always yeah. do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Sharks won, so Hines gets it. Um, yeah, no, I he wasn't as impactful as you expect. Um, 
But with the way uh, Daily M voters love him, I think he probably would have still walked away with six points here. Um, mm. But yeah, um, didn't have to kick. He didn't have to do much of um, anything really other than be a link man. And yeah, um, he's their, their key. If they want to keep playing finals footy, they need him mm. to be playing. So yeah, I think <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. <laughs> so um, that's the round. So um, we'll let Paul bring up if he wants to bring up the the picks, the ladder, whichever he wants to do. I oh, oh yes, we got a multi. We only agreed on three games this week, and we got all of them right. So that's awesome. our third third multi win for the year. Um, we yeah, were very courageous with three games. I was surprised <laughs> that um, you can only agree on so few games when you kind of knew how things had gone throughout the year. But there we go. So uh, so yeah. Um. So, yeah, the final ladder, um, we don't have to go about it too much, but um, I'll let you run down the top eight, Richie. Yeah, because that's all that matters at this time of year. Uh, Panthers leap, leapfrog the Broncos back into first, claim the minor, minor premiership. Brisbane second, Melbourne third, Warriors finish up on fourth. Uh, Newcastle fifth, Cronulla sixth, Roosters seventh, Raiders uh, clung on to the eighth position. Yeah, and then the, the bottom nine, uh, Rabbits 9, Eels 10, Cowboys 11, Manly 12, Dolphins 13, Titans 14, Bulldogs 15, Dragons 16, and Tigers 17. Um, so, yeah. Some un- uh, unexpected teams in that bottom nine, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, a handful that I had in the top eight in our predictions for sure. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah, interesting times, but it's good. Uh, good to see us on the right side of the ladder um, at the right mm. time of year. Um, so, yeah, well done. Let's go to the picks, Paul. Oh, look, I gave us medals this week. So, Far uh, out. <laughs> for those of you that are listening, there's little uh, gold, um, gold, silver, and bronze um, for first, second, and third because – the picks are now officially over for the regular season. We uh, wipe the slate and we start again for finals. Um, so I got seven out of eight. I only got the Warriors wrong because I, I was too cocky. Um, so I ended on 137 out of 204. Um, Simon got five out of eight and ended the year on 134, 204. And then Richie, you got five out of eight as well. You ended on 128, 204. So you got a nice little bronze. Oh, good. I'll take the bronze. It's only out of three people, but I'll take it. Yeah, so I got the minor premiership, so 200K is on its way to me. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and then we'll see if I even survive. Um, much like last year, actually, if you remember, I dominated the regular season and then you wiped my ass in the finals. So it is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. Um, so... I think the next pick isn't for a little bit, but NRLW round seven, uh, Knights defeated Raiders 20 to 12. Broncos defeated Sharks 32 28. Dragons wiped the floor with the Cowboys 48 16. Um, Titans defeated the Tigers 16 4. And then the Roosters um, put the poor last place Eels to the sword. Um, Roosters, yeah, beat them 46 12. Um, any yep. thoughts you want to say on that? Oh, uh, just our, our our team, Brad, the Roosters, going very well. Going yeah, very we well. march on. <laughs> Feels dirty Seven. to say that. Oh, it's graceful. We are. 
it does. And um, Jean asked, um, do we have an ESPN group for tipping for fans of the show? Um, I think that's, we a, do. That's, a, that's a good we, idea. We did. Um, I started it, I think it might have been last year, and Simon was the only one who entered besides us, um, which is why Simon got brought on to our one that we do now. Um, throw it out there for next year. But yeah, Hopefully. for next year, next season, I'll throw it out again. And if anyone's interested, jump in. Um, it costs you nothing. And um, yeah, you can um, see how much better you are than us. Um, it's, um, no, it's the ESPN footy tips is the one I did it on. So um, we'll go to questions. You had some questions from anyone, Paul? Yeah, we had one from um, Bjorn. Uh, who was said um, after the success of Ford joining um, the uh, Warriors from the Dragons? Which 2023 player from the from Dragons would you like to sign? <laughs> I saw this. Pop- I saw this pop question. up. I, I saw this pop up, and I immediately knew my answer. Um, there's only one player I would take, and that's Blake, Blake Lowry. Lowry. I knew yeah. you were going to say that. I think the Warriors need another prop, and I think he, despite the jersey he wears, I think he's actually a really good prop. Um, yeah, I tend to agree. I'm so with you I would Blake Laurie, I, I would pick up in a heartbeat. Um, no Zach Lomax. Watching. No, we we got we got great centers already. We got Roger and Pompey. <laughs> yeah, no Blake Laurie, I agree with you there. Yeah, Blake Laurie fills a hole. It's not just a you know you could go. I want Ben Hunt you know, because he's their best player. <laughs> but no, I think for what the Warriors need and what they have, Laurie is who I would take. Cool. Uh, that's the only, that's the only uh, question from the live chat. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to scrub that off the internet forever that I picked a Dragons player to come to the team. Oh, I've already clipped it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll go to your question for me first because your one's uh, a tricky one. I thought it was pretty cut and dry. Um, no. Do you think <laughs> Brad's put some thought into it this week? Um, do you think Sean has locked up the Delhi and medal for this year, or has anybody done enough uh, later in this season to cast some doubt in your mind? I was always worried that him not playing last week would cost him the Delhi M, and I think that could still happen. On a positive note, the guy that I think would have caught up and potentially taken it is the guy I predicted to win it in our prediction show. And I think there is a slight chance that Nico Hines' name gets named again because they just love him, the voters. Um, I don't think it should be. I think Sean has more than deservedly got it. But, you know, just tricksy Dixie stuff. You know, he doesn't play mm. that last game and Nico does and they give him six points because it's that extended points thing now where you get mm. more, maybe he's caught up. But I've got my fingers crossed that I'm just being an idiot and that SJ's done more than enough. Because I think, see, hands down, he deserves it. Oh, I agree. I See, I don't think Nico should even be close. I think he he's been good. I don't think he should be close, though. I even, think, though. I even think Cherry Evans has had a better season than, than Hines. Yeah, but you remember, were we even thinking last year that Hines was anywhere near it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't. Well, maybe, I didn't think uh, he had a chance. Yeah. Okay. Um, they. It's all down to the individuals voting, and because we don't know, there were games where earlier this year he got like six points, and it felt like he didn't do anything. Um, so it's, it all goes down to those individuals voting. Um, but yeah, I am pretty. I'm about eighty percent confident Sean has got it. But I think. 
twenty percent doubt in there um, for me. I think if Sean doesn't get it, it's daylight robbery. Um, if it is, if, Reece, if Reece Walsh didn't get suspended for that period, Reece Walsh will be it. I, I think yeah, different conversation we're having. But yeah, you take him out of the equation. Um, oh yeah, it's got to be Sean. Got to be Payne Haas. Did Payne Haas was Payne Haas still eligible? He was injured. He for was a, still eligible, but he was injured for a bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see. I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm just being silly here. Um, mm. It's what I do. Yeah. It's what I do on Wednesdays. You don't well, come, you don't come to me for analytics. I was certain of Sean, but now it's getting closer. I'm getting nervous about it. I don't know why. Mm. At, at the end of the day, I'd rather us win a title, but it would be a cool little feather in Sean's cap. It'd be the greatest con job if it if it doesn't happen. Um, yeah, you know, we'll get excited for Dally M's and then we'll walk away with nothing because they give um, Walters <laughs> Coach of the Year. Sean's that misses out on Dally M. Dylan Walker, I think, could even be a shot for interchange. You know, that could 14 be. man. Um, and Adam Fanor Blake will be one of the props since they picked two now. Um, mm. I think it's him and Haas all the way. Um, and yeah, yeah Jacko yeah. said, uh, a nervous Warriors fan. What's new? Yeah. Um, Nothing. New. Thankfully, I'm nervous about a Dally M award instead of their, their season hopes. Um, so it's a bit of a change. But my question to you Um we got to see a few debuts, as you already mentioned, for the Warriors last week. Um, do you think Paul Roach and Kalani going have what it takes to break into regular first-grade footy in 2024? Um, I think as much as it was a great story, those two debuting together, um, I don't see them having regular first-grade footy in 2024. Um, I think they've both been good uh in New South Wales Cup, uh, obviously Kalani going picking up the New South Wales Cup player of the year for for the for us. Um, I just think when you look at our our top seventeen week to week, it's pretty settled lineup. Um, I think these two could be uh, able backups should we hit hit the skids injury injury wise. But other than that, I think. The lineup we've got is going to be a pretty settled one, barring any injuries. I think, I think it'll look very similar to what we've seen this year. Yeah, I think they're both uh, Roach. I'm not as sure because of Lusick. Yeah, um, but for going, I think going is going to be in the same spot as Torpiki, where he's not in that 17, but he's one of the first ones you call up if his position has an injury. Yeah. Um, so I think he's going to get into that role a bit like what we saw with Sifakula earlier in the year when mm. um, there was um, a few suspensions and stuff. But yeah. I was very happy with both of them, and I really hope Roach kills it just for the sake of the unfortunate um, Warriors career of his brother. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and Jacko kind of said the same. Given the roster, they're both good, um, but they're good backup players. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. Right now, yeah. Um, but it's good to see that I think it's not a complete drop-off. I think they did more than enough to show that they can handle that step up. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed we get to see them, but not too much because that would mean our, our top pick team is um, having some issues. But um, we'll move on to finals week, Richie. Um, if Paul can oh, bring yeah. out the, uh, the Warriors-Panthers game, um, thankfully changed by the NRL. Normally one versus four is played on a Friday night. They move that to um, Brisbane. Um, means we don't have to stay up as late, but um, also Friday nights, um, Broncos get better ratings. 
So yeah, uh, it makes sense. But they gave us a nice time slot of six o'clock um, New Zealand time to watch, um, which is good. But I'll let you run down the Warriors team pick for this finals clash. Absolutely. Hey, I'm and I'll start off by saying amazing. We finished top four, like the show title. This is not a dream. Um, I would have laughed at you at the start of the year if we were playing Panthers <laughs> 1v4. So, yeah. so, so excited. And here's the lineup Chance at fullback, Dylan and Marcelo on the wings, Rocco Berry, Adam Pompey centers, halves, Tamari Martin, Sean Johnson, front row, Adam Fenor Blake. Mitch Barnett, Wade Egan, edge back rolls, Jackson Ford, Murata Niakore, Locke and Captain Tohu Harris, all the big guns are back. Interchange bench, 14 Dylan Walker, 15 Jazz Tafanga, 16 Bailey Siren, and 17 Josh Curran. Very solid lineup. Yeah, so um, I sent you, Ruin Hammer, a picture that I had in my review when I, because I preview the game in my at the end of my reviews and I pick who I would want to play because of all the ins and outs last week. I basically said, screw it, rather than just suggesting some, I'll do the whole team. This is basically what I picked, um, except Jazz I didn't have because I didn't know if he'd be back. Mm. Um, so I had Bunty instead of Jazz and I had a slash on Rocco Berry because I wasn't sure with his knee. So yeah. I had um, Marcelo potentially going to the centres and Nick Cossi to the wing. And I had Ford and Curran switched. But essentially, it's the same team that I picked. So Webster's on the right page. He's thinking like a prop. So um, <laughs> we'll go with him. But yeah, it's a very, it's essentially the strongest 17, ideally, that the Warriors have um, if you wanted consistent footy. That's kind of like the best team they've got. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm happy with that team. Um, you got any more thoughts on that before I give you the 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 Panthers team? Um, to be honest, I, if I were were to write down a 17 prior to team naming Tuesday, this would have been very close as well. Um, like you, just would have been around Jazz's fitness and if he's fit, who he who he replaces. Um, so he's. He's in there this week instead of uh, R4 or Tom Marley, but um, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, and uh, like Simon said, it's good for the Warriors because they've got a double life. Um, that revised McIntyre playoff system's fascinating system. Yeah, it's one of the strangest finals um, things around, but I think even the old rules where the lowest placed two losers get eliminated, I think the Warriors would have survived if they lost in round one anyway because I think mm. there would have been two out of the four below them would have got losses. So, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a strange system um, they have. But yeah, Panthers time. Dylan Edwards at fullback. Uh, Taruva and To'o on the wings. Targo and Crichton in the centres. Um, Cleary and Cogger in the halves. Moses Leota, Mitch Kenny, James Fisher-Harris front row. Scott Sorensen, Liam Martin in the second row. And then Isaiah Yao at lock with Tyrone Peachy, Lindsay Smith, Spencer Lenu, and Zach Hosking on the interchange. How are the team, team as well? It's yeah. a scary it's team. A scary team. Um, so um, we may as well bring Paul in now with the tips because you've got Simon's tips. Um, so, Richie, who did you go with? No. The Panthers. Uh, guns to my head, I'm going Panthers. Uh, it's like I was saying to you before we came on, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. I think we have a good chance if we turn up at our best, uh, but we're going to need to if we want to win this one. But I've tipped Panthers. 
Um, because if they turn up at their best, they're, they're just it's so hard to tip against them. Mm. Uh, yeah, look, they, uh, these two sides met in uh, Magic Round, um, so uh, home home doesn't really matter this. But the Warriors lost that game six to eighteen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Panthers. It is. You guys are idiots. <laughs> the ambush is coming. I'm going Warriors. We're going to get this. Um, Andrew Webster's got tricks up his sleeve. The day he signed that Warriors contract, he was thinking about beating his, his former his former boss in a finals game. He probably didn't expect it to come this early. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm it's probably costing me winning the finals tipping, but I'm going with the Warriors. Um, I, I love what you're saying, Brad. I'm I'm I love what you're selling. It sounds it sounds very good to me. I feel like they have a good shot. The Warriors are the longest odds out of any of the any of the teams playing this weekend to win. Uh, Another thing about that 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 magic round game, didn't we have a couple we had a couple people send in that game too? And I I know there were bad calls, um, which is why Jason Paris came out. And it was the third game in nine days for the Warriors. Yeah, and they scored they scored very late to push it out to 18 as well. We gave a very good we gave a very Um, good account of ourselves that game. But yeah. We still lost, yeah, as Paul was putting up the stop whining. Um, we still lost that one, but, you know, I think they got a shot. I think the ambush is, is set. And um, I'll be licking my wounds next week when I'm wrong, if that is the case. Or we'll be um, celebrating. Or we'll be celebrating. I'll be celebrating yeah. with you if we win. So, yeah, um, either way, um, as long as it's, you know, the last thing we want is to see, like, the Panthers put 40, 50 points on the Warriors in that yeah. first So if they do lose, as long as it's a tough, competitive, entertaining match, um, I won't be as disappointed. But, yeah, I think the Warriors have got it. So we'll move on to the rest of the finals. If not, though, um, it does, and you've got the Knights up, and potentially you've got the Knights up next, which you've said you've worried about, it does perhaps um, add a question mark as to should so many players have been rested last weekend um, as uh, as the route now to the final is perhaps the hardest it could be. Well, yeah, but uh, but there you go. That's just a... Nah. No, I think it, it worked out in our favour because, to be honest, if we were facing the Broncos, I have no faith that we would have been in the Broncos right now. Why? The Broncos, the way they play, taps right into the Warriors' weaknesses on defence. They play a lot more expansive second-face football, um, which troubles the Warriors, where the Panthers are very accurate and deadly, but they don't do a lot of loosey-goosey, and we we can't defend loosey-goosey right now. Um, so you're hoping somebody knocks out the Broncos before we have to face if we beat If we beat the Panthers, the Panthers then will probably have to play the Broncos, and the, one of them will knock the other one out. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. It depends. It depends on the day on which way you go on this bloody finals map. It's crazy. But um, rest of the finals matches, if you've got the pick there, Paul. Um, so, yeah, first game, Friday night, we've got Broncos versus Storm. I am probably the most boneheaded move for probably ever. I've gone with the Storm. So I've said that teams one and two are going to lose in finals in week one. Um, but I think the Storm, they got the edge. I think it's like 15, 16 games in a row they've beaten the Broncos. And I think they've clicked into gear at the right time. Um, but it should be, it's probably going to be game of the round, that first one. Um, but yeah, I've gone Storm. I'll go the other way and go Broncos. 
they have a hoodoo, obviously, to break. But I, I think they, this Broncos team can do it full strength at home. Um, it's going to be a toss of the coin game. So, yeah, I'll say Broncos. Um, yeah, the, the Storm, they're going well, but they have lost to Penrith and, and the Knights recently. Um, so they've not been, they're not on a total um, winning streak. Uh, they also, um, but the Storm beat the Broncos 24 16 and um, 32 22 um, so far this season. So both home and away, they've done the double. Uh, as you say, so um, so storming it. Yeah, and then obviously the first game on Saturday is Panthers Warriors. I've picked correctly with the Warriors. You guys worked <laughs> the wrong one with the Panthers. Um, it's looking like a very very small multi at the moment. <laughs> very small multi. Um, we might next, not have game, one. next game on Saturday is Sharks Roosters. Um, I've gone Roosters. Um, I think they're building at the right time, and yeah, I'm not convinced with the Sharks. I don't think they're going to turn out like they did last week. Again, a complete toss of the coin game. I'll go the other way. I'll go Sharks. Home ground. One game so, multi coming up. One game multi. So it's not even a multi. It's just a bit. Head to head. <laughs> and look, the Sharks um, uh, finished the season well as well. They, they uh, won four out of the last five games. Um they also beat the Roosters 22-12 during the regular season. Um, Sharks it is. Nice. So uh, I'm sitting on my own little island again. Yeah, and then the <laughs> last last game, uh, Knights-Raiders. Um, I've gone with Knights. You know, they're on a roll. I don't see them losing. Um, I'm going Knights as well. Yeah, very hard to pick against them. I didn't see Simon's tips. Did he go Raiders? Yeah, Who was it for? Who there was is it? no multi this week um, because Simon <laughs> did go Raiders. But I will just um, let you know the uh, the um, so the Canberra Raiders at four dollars twenty five. They're the second longest odds um, after the Warriors um, on the old uh, TAB um, this season. The Raiders, um, the first game, Raiders at home lost um, six to twenty eight, and when they travelled to the Knights, it was twenty four fourteen. So uh, yeah, the Knights um, had. Um, uh, yeah, got put a double over the Raiders, but somehow Simon still thinks uh, his green machine can do it. I love the. I would. I I can't throw stones. I've just picked my worries to beat the Panthers. So <laughs> you know, um, I, so, yeah, I'm hoping the Raiders guys, can't yeah. agree. Can't agree. I hope both. Of, I hope both of you are right. By the way, yeah. Um. So yeah, it should be. It looks. It should be a great round. Um. Hopefully. Um, which Look, I mean, you guys, you've, you've called out the Broncos Storm as being the, the, the game of the round, um, but the actual the closest on the, for the bookies is the Sharks Roosters at a dollar ninety versus a dollar eighty five. I mean that's a coin flip between those two, um, as far as the bookie is concerned. So, look, um, yeah, a, a number of good games there um, this uh, this weekend. All right, and we forgot oh, yeah. to mention what were we calling the Sharks Roosters game? Uh, I believe it was the the Inga Sterling Cup. Or Sterling Inger. Well, whoever wins this game will we'll put we'll make put it the first. winners. Yeah. yeah, and the reason we're doing that, if you guys recall, um, clarify why, guys. <laughs> um, the Sharks and the Roosters were the teams that we both predicted to go all the way and win this year. I said the Sharks would be the the minor or the premiers, and Richard picked the Roosters. So one of us is going to be completely out of the loop here when once um, eliminated. But um, yeah. 
we'll, we'll call it that just for this finals game since um, it shows how bad we were with our predictions. <laughs> yeah, just highlight it, yeah. But yeah, so um, NRLW round eight is also this week. We've got um, Sharks, Dragons, um, Tigers, Broncos. Then the NRLW game of the round, we've got the second place Knights, current defending champs against the first place Roosters. Um, then we've got the Cowboys, Raiders and Titans, Eels. Um, so yeah, Knights, Roosters will be a great match to watch. Oh yeah. Um, so just, uh, uh, in... Oh no, I just want to go back to that thing of Sterling Cup game uh, just briefly. So you tipped my team and I tipped your team. Yes. Oh my word! Yeah, that's what, how what that's night, how bad we have with our predictions. Now. What a nightmare we've had. You have no faith in your team that you see because it's going all the way, and I have no faith in mine. So, um, jeez, that's what is what uh, a season does to you. Um, Nostradamus, these guys aren't. Yeah, um, we'll when we get to go over those predictions we made. It's going to be an interesting night. It'll be a laugh, yeah, because I don't think we got any right. Um, I don't think we got many right last year either. I think you got more right with the top eight and things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And try score and whatnot. But um, yeah, anything else you want to add to NRL before we move into Super League? Now let's go to Jacko's favorite segment. Jacko's favorite segment, Super League time. So um, after another loss, Catalans have moved to second place um, with Wigan taking that first place spot. St. Helens and Lee still remain third and fourth. So um, Wigan defeated Salford 26-8. Lee defeated Uddersfield 34-16. Hull KR were the team to beat Catalans 26-18. Leeds defeated Hull FC 28-12. Warrington put on the biggest score of the weekend, defeating Castleford 66-12. And then St. Helens um, just kicked um, Wakefield when they were down again, um, defeating them 32-16. Um, and then the round this week, we've got Wakefield versus Catalans, so not a good night for Wakefield after Catalans had that loss. Uddersfield versus Hull KR, St. Helens versus Lee, Castleford versus Hull FC, Leeds versus Wigan, and Salford versus Warrington. Um, so there's a couple of okay matches in there. Now with less NRL games, I'm probably going to put more of an effort into trying to catch more of these games when I can because um, there's nothing else on in the early mornings this weekend. You know, there's no like World <laughs> Cup or anything going on. No, no All Blacks. No All Blacks. So, um, yeah, if you were into both codes, that's a hell of a Saturday. All Blacks in the morning, Warriors at night. Um, segue more into Paul's show for that. But um, anything else you want to add before we sign off? This might be the shortest episode we've done in a while. Yeah, tell you what it is. Um no, it's just uh, again. Thanks for the chat, everyone. Um, the the finals is upon us, and the Warriors are finally involved. So, uh, for the first time in our show's history, <laughs> yeah, first time in like five years or so. So, yeah, get amongst it. I hope everyone, hope everyone enjoys the games, and hopefully, come Wednesday, we're talking about a Warriors win. Yeah, and Paul said, yeah, we're still nearly half an hour longer than the target. I think we've got to push out that target now. I think it, we've, yeah. we've changed the dynamic. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in tonight and joining us on the standoff with Brad and Richie. For your weekly update on Rugby League, tune into our show next weekend, uh, next week at 8 p.m. Um, here on Facebook or YouTube or at your convenience on iHeartRadio, Spotify. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. 
Um, cheers for joining me again, Richie, and cheers to you, Paul, for your help in the background. And good night, everyone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 